Jeff Kober with a uh, Disney at Work, Disney at Play podcast. This is Disney News on Parade. We are coming practically live from the uh, information being released. In fact, David and I actually recorded a podcast and I was just getting ready to release that when more information came out from Disney Parks about the reopening. We've had uh, lots of information coming out incrementally and we wanted to make sure you got all of it as much as being released. And so here we are. I'm here with David Zanilla. Thank you, David, for joining us. Um, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Let's, let's, let's dig and, into what we know and what we don't. And by the way, I should just note that we had just done a Disney Animal Kingdom, what we love about Disney Animal Kingdom podcast. Please, after this is over, make sure you go back to that one because uh, that had just been released as well. And you don't want to miss that one as well. But let's go into the news. Pending Orange uh, County and state approval, and the county did approve it this morning. It still needs to go to Ron DeSantis, who's the governor. Um, our Walt Disney World Resort proposal plans for Magic Kingdom Park and Disney's Animal Kingdom to begin a phased reopening to the general public on, a, on July 11th, followed by Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios on July 15th. In preparing to reopen during this unusual time, we have to manage our theme parks in a very different way from what we've known before. As we begin to reach out to our cast members and call them back to work, they will be focused on operating our parks in a responsible way that continues to give our guests opportunities to create magical Disney memories. There's a lot in this paragraph that's happening. First off, uh, a phased reopening with Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom opening first, and then the studios in Epcot. Those are preceded, and that was announced um, earlier, that there will be some pre-opening um, activities prior to that. Um, that has not necessarily been defined as that annual pass holders, cast members, what does that look like? But there is a little bit of that happening. Uh, I think the big thing on this and the elephant in the room and that was not even asked by the task force when they presented this morning is they're waiting until mid-July when SeaWorld, who had preceded them, talked about a June 11th opening, I believe it was their date for their three parks, uh, at preceded by Universal Florida, which presented last week, and they're opening around uh, June 5th. And so here is Disney at a very, at a much later date opening. Why? And I think, uh, and I'll let you chat, David, as well, but I think this has a lot to do with the timing of Disneyland. You are, you have Florida in a very conservative state. The governor is ready. The governor could tell you to reopen today, he'd be thrilled. Um, it is not the state that is holding back Disney. However, in California, you have a very difficult political system going on, much more liberal governor, nothing wrong with either end, but they are holding on brakes. And I think they do not want Disneyland and Walt Disney World to be political footballs in this and, and to have the whole nation going, well, why is Walt Disney World open when California is not open? I think California wants to open around that same time. If for no other reason, then July 17th is the 65th anniversary of the happiest place on earth. And so I know they want to, if they could get it somewhat lined up with this, there is no announcement, by the way, of that so far, but my guess is that's where they're shooting toward, is trying to align 
both coasts at roughly the same time. David, thoughts, comments? Yeah, I I had not thought of that that synergy uh, with the with the West Coast. I just thought from an operational perspective, if it was me, I would want to give somebody else an opportunity to try things out first. Because yeah. um, you know, yes, they did so in Shanghai, but obviously. Shanghai is not the the size of the footprint of Orlando in, the, in, in hotels, water parks, number of parks, transportation system. I mean, they have two hotels. Uh, so I would want somebody else to kind of start to figure it out in a big setting. Obviously, Universal has a downtown uh, uh, district called CityWalk. They have two uh, two water or, uh, two theme parks, one water park, and so I think that they kind of want them to, or I I would if I were Disney let somebody else kind of jump in the pool first to see uh, how things went. But again, who knows um, why it is, but I, I yeah. would like a little bit more lead time because there's a lot of decisions. We're not going to be able to get into all of them, but there's a lot of decisions that need to be made uh, before things can actually start getting up and running. The day you've referred, the, yeah, you've referred to it as the Jenga tower. And I, I do think that you take out one piece and you got a lot of pieces impacted by it. And yeah. you will see some of that as we get a little further in this announcement. Uh, it goes on to say this phase reopening will demonstrate a deliberate approach with limits on attendance and control guest density that aligns with guidance on physical distancing. That means certain experiences we know draw large group gatherings, such as parades and nighttime spectaculars, will return at a later date. In addition, high-touch experiences such as makeover opportunity, bippity boppity boutique, we're looking at you. And by the way, I, I should also say Pirates, uh, what uh, Pirates League? Yep. That was actually planned to go down at the end of June. So that may never reopen again. We may never see that again. Anyway, going back to the announcement, uh, makeover opportunities, playgrounds like Casey Jr.'s and character meet and greets will remain temporarily unavailable, but characters will still be in our parks to entertain and delight our guests. Um, you know, Disney safety first, and there's nothing in here that hasn't suggested that Disney really cares to do the right and deliberate and thoughtful thing as they move forward. Agreed. Um, so goes on to say, and this is huge because. So I think we should a, probably, yeah. Jeff, yeah, I'm please. sorry to interrupt. We should probably make sure that we just, if we're kind of pulling out the important key pieces of information from each paragraph of this press release. The two there are no parades and nighttime spectaculars. They're, they're word for, for fireworks shows, basically. But I guess you have Fantasmic and Rivers of Light. Mm -hmm. And um, no character meet and greets for the foreseeable future. Now, to Disney, you know, we've, the, the year of a million dreams was like nine years by the time it was done. So for Disney, it could be three weeks. It could be three months. It could be 12 months. Who knows? But that is the important takeaway out of that paragraph is no parades, no fireworks, um, no character meet and greets, at least for the time being. So go ahead. Yeah, will guests show up? Will, will characters unexpectedly show up at the train station? Will get characters suddenly come down the street in a double-decker bus? Absolutely. You're going to have a chance to take a photo of Disney character, but you're not going to be able to give them a hug and get an autograph at this time. That's that's a that's a much later to be determined kind of thing uh, going on. Big big announcement. Third paragraph, which wasn't even discussed in the presentation this morning, and nobody asked the question. I was totally blown away. Nobody asked this question, but the 
but the state, but the information goes on to say, additionally, Disney Vacation Club resorts, DVC resorts at Walt Disney World will reopen to members and guests. And Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will begin to reopen on June 22nd. Disney Vacation Club Resorts in Vero Beach, Florida, and Hilton Head, South Carolina, Carolina, will also open to members and guests starting on June 15th. Plans to support physical distancing as well as enhanced cleaning measures, along with a number of other safety and cleanliness protocols will be implemented as part of this planned phase reopening. What are you thinking there, David? You've got lots of folks booking trips with you. They know that they've got to go through somebody like you to get this all figured out. What, what, uh, what are your thoughts here, David? For me, this is a fascinating piece here to look at because as a word nerd, I think the implications of this paragraph revolve around, oh, what, a couple of words in terms of all, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and it's the, the resort reservations becomes an issue of where they are going to let people be, what the ticket situation, I, I, there's so much in here that you could take every sentence, Jeff, and say, wait, what does that mean? And you, you referred to the, the, the Jenga analogy I made. But yeah, what's, what does one decision impact the other? And I don't even know how to begin unpacking it because how they're going to do that in terms of the park uh, in our earlier recording that we're obviously re-recording now, we mentioned how this impacts park hopping. I would assume that it would have to impact park hopping, um, which is definitely going to change people's vacation plans. Uh, it's going to change dining plans because you may be in one park in the morning and say, we're going to be at, we're going to be at Epcot from open till about 5.30 and then we're going to go um, to Jico uh, uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Well, is that going to be open? How is that going to work with dining? Or what if we say, I'm going to start at Epcot and I want to go eat at Animal Kingdom at Tusker House or at Tiffin's for dinner? Do you, do you have that ability anymore? You know, how does all of that work? So yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff that all of the tentacles of, of trip planning touch that become important. So let's suppose, for, for instance, you've got um, a two-bedroom suite at Bay Lake Towers, which offers a stunning view of the Magic Kingdom you can't, that nobody's entering. <laughs> You're checking in late June. There's three weeks there before you get to go into the park. Two, you know, two and a half, three weeks there. So you're there in that tower. Does the rest of the Contemporary Resort Hotel open up? It's shopping, California Grill. I, what about the monorail going through? Yeah, can I take just... a monorail from? Can I take the monorail from Bay Lake Towers over to um, to have dinner over at Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Resort? Yeah, I, I, that's what's interesting to me is that's a that's a lot of time to have the resort open unless it's just that people want to get out without being there. Cause yes, I, I completely understand a large amount of people, large amount, a good number of people go to Walt Disney world just for the resort experience and say that they, they don't really care if they go in the theme parks. That is the exception. That is not the rule. So who is going three weeks early? And more importantly, if you look at that statement, it says it will reopen to members and guests. So I assume they mean the guests of the members. That's what, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm so, assuming not regular guests, 
or I don't think that I can go and get a reservation at a DVC resort villa. But so that's what's interesting is that they're not mentioning what's happening to all of the other 20 plus resorts on property. I guess yeah. not 20 by the time exactly. you Disney Vacation Club. Exactly. No discussion. I do think if you're going to try to open it to a part, it does make sense to go with DVC for two reasons. It does bring down the number of guests coming on property. Although right. there's a lot, like you say, they're booked for Caribbean Beach or something, and now they're all going to have to be canceled up until, you know, toward the 11th or so. So there's that aspect of it. The other aspect of it is I think they chose DVC because there's a lot of issues with DVC members trying to rebook their points when the points are already, those allotments are already full for the year. You know, how are you making a lot, you know, uh, exceptions for those members um, to rebook their points when there aren't any, you know, availabilities to book. So the sooner they get them back in the rooms, the lesser that problem continues to be for them. Yeah. Um, because they already bought their, their room. Now yeah. it's just a matter of getting back in there. So that I think is, it makes sense that they're using them first, but at the same time, there's still a lot of issues. Today, our world of Disney retail shop reopened at Disney Springs, uh, shopping and dining complex at Walt Disney World. And in the coming weeks, Disney stores will begin a, re a phased reopening of operations globally, beginning with select number of stores in the United States in addition to stores in Europe and Japan. So that was news that was obviously not presented because it didn't deal with Orange County. Right. But know that if you got a Disney store out there that you are, you like visiting, be on the lookout, may be opening uh, in the coming, uh, coming weeks, sooner than later. Um, and then, of course, uh, World of Disney. That's a biggie to go on Disney Springs and not have some of Disney's retail operations uh, going was, was a struggle there, Disney Springs. We're looking forward to reopening our theme parks, Disney resort hotels and stores, and doing so in a reasonable way. In this spirit, our destinations will continue to follow enhanced safety protocols based on applicable guidance from health authorities and government agencies. As we all must work together to promote health and safety of everyone, cast members as well as guests three years of age or older will be required to wear appropriate face coverings in theme parks and common areas of the resort hotels. All guests will undergo temperature screenings prior to entering a theme park. Cast members will also undergo uh, temperature checks, cashless transactions are rec recommended, and cleaning and disinfection procedures will be increased in high traffic areas. I got to say, if there's one thing that is is solid about Disney, they are trying to be as safe as reasonably possible. Yes. Um, there is nothing that su suggests here. And, and uh, yeah, I won't say anything more about that because I might be talking about other parks and their ability to be safe as they prepare to reopen. Because I've heard things and it causes me to pause. But as it relates to Disney here, uh, one of the things that was mentioned in the presentation this morning is um, that uh, cast members are, are, will be given face coverings, uh, which might even be th themed, but that's important. You know, if you're, you can't be reopening the park if you're not providing that face covering to your, to your employees, um, both back of the house as well as front of the house. 
And if you're not making that an issue, both back of the house, front of the house, there has to be integrity in all this. And so I love that Disney has brought this to, to bear. Also, um, Disney also talked this morning about providing little zones in which Disney could, you could go and take off your mask for a few minutes and get a breather. Um, I know when we went to City Walk, uh, when it opened, uh, it was hard for my daughter. We found a little corner where nobody was and she just took off her mask for a few minutes because she needed, it was just, it, it, it's intense. It's hot out there, it's humid out there. It, it's not an easy thing to do. And so um, that was also mentioned. And we should also mention the, the, uh, the cheer squad that has been implemented at Disney Springs. They're gonna continue that. It's a very cheerful way of encouraging, I mean, they're literally practice, practically doing cheers, uh, you know, go mass go, <laughs> go on mass go, um, to encourage that kind of activity as well. And uh, they've been at Disney Springs, they're gonna be in the parks as well. It's one of the things Disney does really well is, is to try to get you to do the right thing in a positive, uplifting way. We have, a, we have another podcast that deals with um, how Disney creates compliance in entertaining, wonderful ways. You may want to check out that podcast as well. More information to come. What did we? What else? Oh, talk about talk about ESPN. Talk about the NBA, David. Well, and I just think that one thing that wasn't mentioned here, and, and none of this is official yet, but it sure seems like there's traction being gained on the National Basketball Association, the NBA, completing its season and playoffs at uh, ESPN Wide World of Sports. And most teams, uh, and I confirm this with my son, my 14-year-old who's a sports junkie, uh, says that most teams have somewhere between 14 and 16 games left, plus you have playoffs, which will probably be expanded. Uh, but that's going to be interesting, too. Uh, the WW News Today mentioned that they thought that there was a um, – uh, that, that there was uh, basically Coronado Springs was down, um, that there wasn't availability to book there, um, but I'm not sure how accurate that is. It's all just, uh, there's so much speculation. And even what we just got, I made the reference before that it's like an episode of Lost. You get more questions than you do answers. We don't really know other than what Disney has given us as evidenced by, we recorded once with what Disney gave us and then Disney gave us more. Yeah. So I, I think this is going to be a, a, a common process of update, 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 update over the next two months. Um, the, until yeah, a lot of fluidity in yep. this. A lot of fluidity. No conversation about the water parks reopening. I doubt both will this summer, but I expect one of them would open. But no discussion about that uh, being a possibility or happening anytime soon. So there's a lot of stuff to yet be figured out, but we wanted to give you the latest and greatest of what is going on here and make sure uh, that you were kept informed. Thank you, David, for taking a few minutes to do this and to doing it twice as we kind of updated this. Um, be sure to listen to our previous podcast that we just released yesterday, What We Love Most About Disney's Animal Kingdom. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes or other podcasting vehicles. Um, also check out my uh, YouTube page, J. Jeff Kober, uh, K-O-B-E-R, and just 
make sure you stay tuned because we got more to come as all of this begins to unfold. Again, thank you, David. Thank you for having me. And in the words of Sinbad and his storybook voyage, always remember folks, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.